guys, welcome back to another ESL podcast. And man, it has been a very, very long time since I've done IELTS. This is because the majority of my clients and my students and everyone who I come in contact with, they normally do TOEFL IBT. And TOEIC even has a very, very big uh, turnout as compared to uh, IELTS. So again, haven't done IELTS, but man, it's really, really good to dive back into it. And this is specifically because I have students here in Thailand, whereas I went through this IELTS trainer, which of course this book has been out for almost a decade already. And I felt like these practices were very good in terms of helping you with numbers, dates, measurements, and even a practice. So I'm going to break down four of those today in this book, in this video, in this podcast for everyone out there who is listening to me. So again, if you're watching me on video, thank you very much. Uh, if you guys are listening to me, I just want to say a big, big thanks because you guys are the amazingly strong supporters out there. So what I want to do and what I want to focus on, especially before I actually get into this, I want to make sure that I'm actually sharing the audio sound. Okay, we're all good. All right, so what it comes down to, what you want to do, and as I've already said on so many different podcasts, you must master section one. It must be mastered, all right? Because if you could score at least eight, minimum eight, nine, preferably 10 out of 10 on section one, you're going to set yourself up for a very high score. Because that basically means that all you would need to do is get seven, seven, and seven, or seven, seven, and six to at least achieve a seven in listening. Now, I realized, especially at the very end of this specific test that you guys are gonna see as I'm walking you through this entire process, my students, they had difficulty in you know, separating some of the information. One student got five out of 10, the other one got eight out of 10 or seven out of 10, which isn't bad, but again, what we need to do is just get better. It's all about getting that better. So for those of you who are tuned in to my ESL podcast, man, thank you so much. I'm gonna recite this out loud to all of you because obviously, you guys are the biggest supporters. For those of you watching me on video, you guys see it on camera, on video, wherever you're watching this, whether it's on Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube. So here we go. We got spelling. Now, the reason why I'm putting focus on this is because this is one of the tips, tip number six. Most of my Thai students, because they say rye instead of rice, because they say chi instead of cheese, they also listen to that, right? They listen for that. So even if they hear cheese, they're still going to spell it chi without the S, or they're not going to add S on what is a plural countable noun, such as books. They may only hear book, and it's because they have primed and conditioned their mind to remember everything in singular form. You gotta break that habit for this, because I know there are a number of S's, uh, S's that are in the answers, especially in sections three and four, that will end up tormenting you and you're going to be so goddamn pissed off knowing the fact that you could have actually gotten a little bit better if you had put the S at the end of maybe of about six questions. All right, so what we have here, these are just the correct spelling in general. So one through six, we have address 23 something road. Number two. Name of company, something limited. Number three, name Anna Space. Number four, 
Meeting place, something, school. Number five, name a village. Make sure you spell that out right. And number six, website address, www.space.com. They're going to spell out, I think, the vast majority of these uh, potential answers. So you make sure that you listen very thoroughly and see exactly, okay, what am I having difficulty with? Because this right here, what we're doing right now, this is the practice leading into the practice test at the end of this video. So let's figure out exactly where you're having those problems. Type your answers in the comment section. For those of you on Spotify, again, if you want exclusive material like this, if you want me to put out videos like this and have coaching and all that on a consistent basis, I have the IELTS badge. Okay, so remember, keep that in mind. And with that being said, guys, let's dive into this. One. My address is 23 Borough Road. Borough. That's B-O-R-O-U-G-H. Straightforward, right? This is all about the practice. Number two is Two. right after send your application to jwick limited okay that's j a y w i c k jwick okay capital j capital w three my name is anna fravelli i'll spell that for you f R A V E double L I double L I. Remember, be careful with those. Capital F too. Four. We'll meet outside Quarryside School. That's Q U A double R Y S I D E. Okay, double R, double L. Be very careful with these. And remember, listen for the proper enunciation. Five. You need to get a bus to my village. It's Charlesworth. That's C-H-A-R-L-E-S-W-O-R-T-H. Straightforward. Going into... The last question of this segment. Six. Have a look at my website. It's www.kimmarshall.com. That's K-I-M-M-A-R-S-H-A-L-L. Okay, people, make sure that you actually tune in at the bottom, the comment section, and type your answers. Remember, the initial opening, make sure you write the correct answers in regards to the different sections because now we're going into useful language, numbers. You gotta be good with numbers, okay? Because we're gonna do this practice test and I'm gonna go over the practice test. These three sections that we're going to be doing on this specific page is for you to practice, okay? So, let's keep it going. Numbers. One. Okay, here we I go. I live oh, at... Oh, 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 first, of course, for all my Spotify folks. Oh, my God, I am terrible. Number one, something, 
King Street. Number two, family ticket costs how much money? There's a dollar sign. Number three, mobile phone number. These are the most difficult, especially for my Thai students. Number four, theater opened in, in what? In November, in December, we're listening for a month or perhaps even a number. Let's see. In 1405, yeah, we're listening for years, as a matter of fact, perhaps. In number five, secretary is in room, mm, room 101, room 102. And number six, the cost of flight is how many pounds? Okay, so here we go. 391 King Street. Not bad. 391. Two. A family ticket is cheaper. It's only $48. Straightforward. Easy. Three. This one's going to be harder. You can ring me on my mobile. The number is 07862-335-201. Let's see if you got that correct. I'm very intrigued by some of your responses. Four. The theater, which is very old, has been open since 1899. Okay. All right. Make sure you do not write since two. We're talking only numbers. Five. Take the application to the secretary, who is in room 117. Okay. And the last one. Six. Your flight will be £454.50, including taxes. So, I believe that with, of course, the British way of writing numbers, it's a little bit more difficult. £450.50. I think that's what he said. Who knows? I probably already forgot. But nonetheless, you got to make sure you know how to write the way they say it as versus America. America, okay, $48. Very easy. In England, £4.50. And now, and keep in mind that in England, they say 15 and 50. Very, very similar. You have to listen for the cutoff. Now, in America, 15, 50. 15, 50. It's very quick. But in England, 15, 50. 15, 50. Now, the D, as in the T-Y, 50 as in 5-0, is a little bit more stretched, and the T-E-E-N is cut off. This could be a little bit of a problem, and is with some of my wonderful students. All right? So now, here we go. We're now going into dates. Number one, the course begins on, hmm, Date of birth, date of appointment, the wedding will take place on date of, of oh, I'm sorry, date of arrival in New York and date of interview. All right, now if you're not good at dates, this is a good practice for you, okay? One. The first day of the course is the 21st of September. In English or in England, 21 September. Two. I was born on the 1st of February, 1986. Okay. Three. I have an appointment with Dr. Andrews on the 31st of March. Now in England, 31 March. American English, 31 ST March. Four. 
We're getting married in December, on the 14th. Five. I will fly into New York on the 11th of January. Okay. Same thing. Put the number, put the month. In America, it's reversed. It's all good. Six. You need to come for an interview on the 7th of August. Okay, so those are dates. All right, type some of your answers down below. Let's see how you're doing. We're going to pick things up. Right after measurements, we're going into a big tactic practice. All right, so here we go. Measurements are a little bit crazier. All right, got to be careful with these. They're tricky. One. Mount, oh, Mount Everest. Of course, I got to hurry up and state this out loud. I keep forgetting. Number one, did I even state the one above? Date of interview, date of appointment. Yeah, I think I got it. Okay, so measurements. Number one, Mount Everest is mm, high. Number two, distance from Wellington to Auckland, space. Number three, John's height, space. Number four, add space, flour to sugar. Number five, weight, hmm. Number six, width of desk, hmm. Measurements, measurements, measurements. All right, now. Is 8,850 meters high. Okay. That's your number one. Going two. Into number two. It's 658 kilometers from Wellington to Auckland. Okay, 658. Three. John is 180 centimeters tall. Four. Mix the sugar with 150 grams of flour. Okay, got to make sure. Is it 15 or Five. 50? I weigh 62 kilograms. Okay, write down the 62 and the kg. Six. The desk I bought is 1 meter 65 centimeters across. Okay, make sure you don't write out all the words, right? You got to write 1.65. All right, so now we're going to be getting into the cycling holiday in Australia. Write no more than two words and or a number. All right, so for all of you listening, you're going to hear the beginning. Example, most suitable holi holiday lasts 10 days. All right, and for everyone, let me just hurry up and scoot ahead a company to this side. About a holiday she would like to go on. Yeah, I think it's going to work. Who knows? Maybe it won't work. Oh, is that an ad? They literally have ads within this video. It's a shame. It's shameful. Okay, so anyway. Pause the recording for 30 seconds. See that there is an example that has been done for you. Austria in April. Okay, I'll oh. let you guys listen to the example. Here we go. But before you do that, let's get into the PDF. So, 1 through 10. All right. For everyone who's listening, be careful. It says holiday begins on, what are we listening for? Okay, are we listening for a month? Are we listening for a day? Remember, I did these previews in my previous podcast dating back last year. Make sure you go back and tune into that. Number two. No more than mm, people in cycling group. We're looking for a number. Number three, each day group cycles mm, on average. How many average? How, what's the average they cycle? Now remember, 
If this is British, they're going by KM, not miles. Number four, some of the hotels have a hmm. Number five, holiday costs, hmm, euro. Now, be careful, it says per person without flights. All right, I know a lot of you out there, you probably just say, oh, does this mean with flights or without? That means there may be dual pricing. One price with flights, one price without flights. Number six, all food included except, hmm, Number seven, essential to bring a, hmm, singular countable noun, singular noun. I mean, that doesn't make any sense. Number eight, discount possible on equipment at knows. Number nine, possible that the, hmm, may change. And number 10, guided tour of a, hmm, is arranged. Be very careful with this, people. All right. Now that you have everything, make sure you take all your notes. And at the very end, I'm probably going to go through one through six first, and then I'll go through seven through ten. So here we go. Ah, we have two trips in April. One lasts 14 days and the other 10 days. Hmm, I think the 10-day trip is better. So let's see. I've got a calendar here. What are the dates? Okay. The length so of the trip that the woman chooses is 10 days. Ten days. So 10 yeah. has been... ...website. Yes. Um, I'm interested in a cycling holiday in Austria in April. Okay. Ah, we, we have two trips in April. One lasts 14 days and the other 10 days. Hmm, I think the 10-day trip is better. So let's see. I've got a calendar here. What are the dates? Well... That trip is in the middle of the month. It starts on the 17th of April and it finishes on the 27th. That suits me. I can't leave work before the 10th of April. Hmm. Now, hold on. Uh, hold on. Just want to make sure. Just want to make sure. It starts on the 17th of April and it finishes... Start means begin. Be careful with those dates. ...is on the 27th. That suits me. I can't leave work before the 10th of April. Uh, let me see if there are any spaces. Is it just for yourself? Myself and my sister, so two of us. Um, uh, yes, we have spaces. Is it a big group? Uh, at the moment, there are 12 people booked on this trip, people. and with you two, that will be 14. 14. The maximum number is 16, so it's almost fully booked. We can't go over that because it's hard to keep a larger group together. I need to check that I'm fit enough for this, but the distances look okay. The website says we'll ride approximately 45 kilometres a day. Is that right? That's correct. And I've got the exact distances here. It really depends on which part of the trip. Some days are only 35 kilometres and some are more. But you'll never have to cycle more than 50 kilometres in one day. Oh, okay. Average. I can manage Average. that. And we stay in hotels? Yes. They all have restaurants and the rooms have ensuite facilities. And do they have pools? It's how I relax after a long day. There is a swimming pool in a few of the hotels, uh, but none of them has a gym. I don't think we'll need a gym after all that cycling. I'd better find out how much the holiday costs before I get too excited. Including flights, it's... Uh, £1,177 for one person. Including. Oh, including. we'll book our own flights on the internet. Ah, 
That's just £1,013 then. And we can book insurance for you if you... Okay, here we go. Here we go. 13 or 30. Want? Hmm. And which meals are included in that price? Well, uh, breakfast, of course. And the hotels will provide you with a packed lunch each day. We do stop during the afternoon in a village somewhere for a rest, so any snacks you buy then are extra. Then extra. dinner will be in the hotel every evening, and that's included in the price of the holiday. Okay. Three lunches, three meals. Before you hear the rest of the conversation, you have some time to look at questions 7 to 10. Got it? Okay, Pause people. the recording for 30 cues. seconds. Fantastic. I was giving you cues throughout. I'm not going to go over it. You got this. Believe me. Now right listen down and answer questions 7 to 10. Here we go. Essential and you provide the bicycles, of course. What else? A lock and a bell come with a bike, as well as lights, although you shouldn't need to cycle in the dark. There's a small bag, or pannier, on the front of the bike, where you can put the things you want to take with you during the day, like water or fruit. But we won't allow you to cycle unless you bring a helmet. We don't provide these locally because, like walking boots on a walking holiday, it's really important it fits properly. OK. It is. If there's any special gear you need for your holiday, we recommend a particular website and you can get a discount by quoting your booking reference. Great. What is it? It's www.ballantine.com. That's all one word, and I'll spell it for you. www.ballantyn.com. N E dot com. Okay. Good. I've got that down. I've been looking at your website while we've been talking. I see we cycle along the River Danube. Yes. It's one of Europe's most well known areas for cycling. It looks fascinating. Lots of beautiful countryside and things to see. Something may change. I should warn you that we do reserve the right to make some alterations to the route if the weather is bad. Some of the tracks sometimes get very muddy. OK. Well, hopefully it won't rain too much. I know we stop in towns and villages, but do we get a chance to look around? Because I'm... Now the last question, last question. Guided tour of a... Mm, is arranged. Guided. Really interested in history. Oh, yes. You get opportunities to explore. Is there something in particular you want to see? There's a theatre in a town called Grine. A friend of mine went there last year and said it was amazing. Let's see. Um, ah, yes, there's a guide who'll take you round the building. We don't have any other tours arranged, but you can visit several castles and museums on the holiday. Well, thank you for all that information. I'd like to book... And there it is. Remember, castles and museums are plural countable nouns. And number 10, it says guided tour of a, a, followed by a singular noun. So she stated it. Let's see if you got it. And with that being said, people, thank you so much for tuning in to Elicited. We did exercise, 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 exercise. All of those exercises were featured in that specific little mini test for you right then and there. So with that being said, guys, I'm so grateful that I found more material for you. 
it depends how this will be received, you know, in terms of me making future videos and whatnot. But if you are interested, I had a couple of people from Vietnam reach out to me in regards to the IELTS membership that is still available. Okay, people. So make sure you reach out to me. And with that being said, man, I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in to this long video. Stay tuned for more. And thanks so much for the support on the podcast. Over and out.